my name is Skylar and welcome to ABC History. I am your wonderful host for this fabulous episode. Today we have the letter E as in Edward. <laughs> Funny, we're actually going to be talking about an Edward in this lovely episode. And also we're going to be talking about this thing. It is called the ERA. For those of you asking, what is the ERA? Well, let me tell you. The ERA stands for the Equal Rights Amendment. It was a constitutional amendment proposed by Congress in 1972. This states that equality of rights under the law shall not be denied or abridged by the United States or any state on account of sex. In proposing the amendment, Congress gave the states 10. 10 years in which to ratify it. By 1982 though, only 35 of the necessary 38 states had approved the amendment. So naturally in the course of government, the amendment died on Congress's floor. Failure to ratify the ERA was the result of a disagreement over how the language would be interpreted. Supporters believe that the amendment would guarantee women equal treatment um, under the law, and opponents feared that the amendment might require women to forfeit the financial support of their husbands and require them to serve in the military. Now, in this time period of modern day United States, we now have that amendment and women are free to do anything they wish and also they can't be really disgraced over anything hopefully and now i mentioned edward at the beginning of the episode like e is an edward we're talking about edward the confessor edward the confessor was the last anglo-saxon king of england before William the Conqueror became king in 1066. Edward was the son of Ethelred II, aka Ethelred the Unready, and Emma, the daughter of Richard I of Normandy, where William came from. He, he plays a crucial role in the episode, I promise. Edward, and so his family lived in exile and 1013 in Normandy because of, you know, confusion of power and whatnot. But then they returned the following year and continue Ethelred's reign until Ethelred the Unready died in 1016. And then the Danes took over while Edward lived in exile until 1041 AD. He returned to London court of his half-brother we will call him H, because his name is very hard to say. And he became king in 1042. His reign, well, at least the majority of his reign, was peaceful and prosperous. The, the scrimmages with the Scots and the Welsh were the only occasional and internal administration that was maintained and the financial and judicial systems were effective and trade was good. Edward's introduction to the court of some of his Norman friends prompted resentment in the houses of America and Wessex. 
both held considerable power. So for the first 11 years of Edward's reign, the real ruler of England was Godwin, Earl of Wessex. Edward married Godwin's daughter, Edith, in 1045. Yay! But this could not prevent a breach between the two men in 1049. Two years later, with the support of Leofric of America, told you they hold a lot of power, Edward outlawed Godwin and his family. However, Edward's continued favoritism caused problems with his nobles, and in 1052, Godwin and his sons returned. The magnates, aka the influential and wealthy people, were not prepared to engage them in a civil war and forced the king to make terms. Godwin's lands were returned, and many of Edward's Norman favorites were exiled. When Godwin died, his son Harold took over. It was Harold, rather than Edward, who subjugated Wales in 1063 and negotiated with the rebellious Northumberlands in 1065. By the way, the Northumberlands were, they were a part of Scotland back then, but now geographically it's Northern England. Consequently, Edward, shortly before his death, named Harold as his successor, even though he might have already promised the crown to, the, to a distant cousin, cousin Da, 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 da. It's William the Conqueror, the Duke of Normandy. He popped up in the story again. He died on the 4th of January, 1066, and was buried in the abbey he constructed in Westminster. By the way, this is better known as Westminster Abbey. And we all know what happened with Harold and the corn. Civil War raged out where... William the Conqueror was like, I got the, I got the crown and all that kid and caboodle. And William the Conqueror ended up killing Harold and stabbing him in the eye with an arrow in 1066. And then he became king of England. Weird story. Weird. I know. Am I right? Am I right, people? So, after the adventures through the history of the ERA and also the last Anglo-Saxon King of England, Edward the Confessor. History teaches us that moments are, that have one question on how things happen. Just like Edward the Confessor ended up promising the crown to William the Conqueror, even though he named Harold as his successor, causing the conquering of England for Normandy. And also, the RA was rejected at first. Who would have known? Like, really, who would have known? So, that's all I got. Stay tuned for next, week epi next week's episode. We're talking about the Pope. We're talking about corpses. And we're talking about more medieval stuff. In our next episode, the letter F.